What to do now? Okay. Warning, this podcast contains confusing topics, visual novels, adult languages, strange girls who cut stars out of wood, and mature themes. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 61, Visual Novels Should Stay Games. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Spark and Manga Review. I'm your host, Zahn. How you doing today? Pretty good, I'm hoping. I'm doing okay, I guess. You know, work and all this other stuff's been kind of stressing me out. But hey, gotta keep going, you know? So, for those of you who are joining us for the first time, welcome. I hope that you enjoy this. Spark and Society that provides information and reviews about manga. Pretty much what happens is, every episode I'll review one or two manga, depending on the situations, and give you a little bit of information about it. That way you don't go to the bookstore and say, Hey, this manga looks really cool. I give you the power and the tools to make an observed and educated decision on why you should get a manga or why you should get away with it. You don't have to agree with me about why you should read a manga or why you shouldn't read it, but I give you some information so that you can find out about mangas you've never heard of or just why you shouldn't read a manga, which is so popular and so cool. Anyway, that doesn't matter. So, what's new with me? Well, not much. Just a lot of death, destruction, births, all this other stuff that's been going on. And just stuff I really don't want to talk about. But, either way, what is going on in the manga world? Nothing much. Comic-Con is done, and there was a lot of news. For that, you can check out ANN. Because I'm not going to go over every single manga news thing ever, because we'd be here forever. In the comic book side of things, though, there was some really cool stuff, including more information about Blackest Night, one of the coolest things. Which we are going to be covering in an upcoming episode. We're going to cover the first story arc of Blackest Night, how it was, what was cool about it, what sucked about it, and, you know, also we're going to be covering the first three volumes of Ultimate Comics Spider-Man, which is the sequel to the Ultimate Spider-Man series, which was released by Marvel and just ended recently, which made me really sad, but hey, what are you going to do? So we're going to be covering that. Huh. Sorry I'm rambling and going on so fast in the last two minutes, but you know, just one of these things. So, what else is new in the world of manga news that's not Comic-Con related? Well, they're making an MPD Psycho and Kurosagi Corpse Delivery Service movie. Well, Universal Studios is, and I don't know how I feel about that, because they're both horrific and truly horrible and scary series, which I love, but I don't know how they would do in the Western market, because a lot of stuff they weren't really... They'd edit it out and change it, like Kurosagi is just essentially Ghost Whisperer, but more violent. So I, that I could see translating okay, but MPD Psycho? I don't know. The whole opening with a girl in a refrigerator they'd take out, or they wouldn't show it. They wouldn't show the guy who eats people, or the, the man who cuts up people's heads open and plants plants in their brain, or all the other horrific little things, little boys shooting people. They wouldn't have any of that. So I don't know how I feel about that. Probably really bad and really stupid. But... 
What am I going to say? It's Hollywood. They make things up and they make it either good or bad. You know? So we'll see what happens with that. Also, James Cameron wants to do Battle Angel Alita eventually. Which is never going to fucking happen. He's been saying that for 12 years. It's never going to happen. I mean, I said it wasn't going to happen with G.I. Joe and with Transformers and that happened. So I may be wrong. But for right now, it's not going to happen. I know it's not going to happen. Either way, so we should get on with the show and the topic before the review. Now, the reason why I'm doing a topic this episode before the review is, one, this review, I'm going to be bashing the story horribly, but more importantly, I wanted to give you a little bit of information about what a visual novel is, because most people don't know what a visual novel is. You may have heard of the other names of it, which would be an etch game or a dating sim or something like that but no one has really known what a visual novel is now a visual novel is essentially a choose your own adventure story that's done on the computer what happens is that it's got text in text blocks which explain what the story is about and you have a static image in the background for example you see a building and then suddenly you click on something and suddenly it shows a girl with the building and then it has a text block of what the character is saying and then it's going to say what do you want to do? Do you want to say this or this? And depending on what you say, it causes different scenes to show out in different stories. It creates your own adventure story. Or, well, it's actually a dating simulation. So it's kind of... Well, it's not really a simulation. It's like a adventure game where you're trying to hook up with a girl. Or trying to solve a mystery. Or trying to solve a murder. Or cause a murder. I mean, there's a lot of... Like, Hirashi was a big murder mystery visual novel which was pretty dark and scary but a lot of them are these dating sim types like comic party was one clanad the one i'm reviewing today air bible black there's even one i reviewed which was about handicapped people and some of these while they are very nice and happy a lot of them are etch games they're very etchy they're you know a little bit of perversion in it you know like you hook up with the girl and it just shows a romantic night others are full-blown hentai where you have how to have sex with the girl the best and what you're going to do with her and they have images of truly horrific and horrible events of you know people putting tubes where they're not supposed to go and a lot of people get off on this surprisingly not me though it's just too but the guy who really came up with the more family friendly ones was K and K is actually the creator of Clan Auto I'm reviewing today but these ones don't have any adult content and they're family friendly and they have nice stories and they're the ones who, which are adapted into these more anime style series and the mangas while some of the more disturbing and fanny ones with the etchy seams and the obligatory sex scenes and all the more perverse and screwed up things and just these ones are a lot more well intense and when you beat the game you get the obligatory you can unlock and see all the scenes that you unlocked and you can look at the perverse pictures and you know do things to them manipulate to them so as you can guess the series I'm reviewing is a romantic series and it's a little bit family friendly which is to its detriment and well, it's to its benefit also. And 
like I said, the game is just simply you do things, click buttons, and you get to the ending. And there are multiple endings. Hence why Higurashi has 30 different versions of it, because there are all the different paths you can take. And a lot of these series have that. You can choose different paths, and they have multiple things. It's almost like reading an Excel saga, or even reading a Haruki situation where every event you do causes different ripples to happen. But enough of this paradoxical crap I'm talking about. Let's get on with the manga I'm reviewing. So as I said, I spun the wheel of manga last week and it dictated unto me that I'd be reviewing Clannad. And it's a very simple story. It's a boy meets girl, meets girl, meets girl, and things happen. Now there is a sequel manga to it called Officially Another Story Clannad, but I didn't want to check that out. I only read the first manga of this because I really, after reading the first one, I didn't have to read the rest of it. And, like I said, the author is key, and it was illustrated by Juri Masaki. And surprisingly, it was published by Jive. That is the name of the publisher, Jive. I wonder if it's a guy with an afro. Neither here nor there. It's a shonen, and it originally came out May 2005 through April 2009. There are eight volumes, and it came out a year after the game, which came out in 2004, and it was on PC, PS2, Xbox 360, and PSP, surprisingly. And the whole premise of the game is it's about the main character who, in the game, has no name, but in the story, his name. Well, his name is Tomoya Akazaki. And he is typical delinquent protagonist. And, well, to give you a little bit of backstory about him, he's a pretty apathetic guy. Now, apathy is meaning you don't care about anything. He doesn't give a shit about anything at all. Not about school, not about his friends, not about his family, because he's had a pretty bad and rotten life. What happened was when he was a kid, his mom died, and his dad hasn't really been there for him, gambles, and just ignores him. And there was an event which happened a couple of years ago when he was having an argument with his dad, and his dad ended up breaking his shoulder. And since then, his relationship with his dad has been very very stressed and distanced. What happened is his father actually calls him Tomoya-kun instead of Tomoya because, as I said in an earlier episode, if a family member uses a suffix, that's not good. That means you have a very distanced relationship. But if you're together and you don't use it, that means you have a very close relationship. He's not close with his dad. And one of the things that happened because of this event, besides his resentment towards his dad, and his dad's just, he doesn't want to hurt his son, is that he is not able to play basketball anymore, because he was part of the basketball, baseball, one of the two teams, and he can't play anymore, because he hurt his shoulder, and he can't lift up his arm anymore, which is, if you know for these games, you have to lift up your arm to manipulate the ball, and it just, it sucks, because he loved doing that, and now he has nothing. This led to him having this apathy, and just, it's been kind of screwed up for him and so the series opens up where he's walking to school and he sees this girl who's kind of mumbling to herself and having a conversation and this is the second page and you, you read it's like wait did I miss something is something wrong here and this is a turn off but you just got to skip past it and then uh, the story actually will start and like I said what happens is that he's just wondering what is this girl muttering about why is she going to school and it turns out that this girl is a little bit... Well, her name is Nagisa Furukawa. She's the main protagonist female of this sh- 
manga, and she is very soft-spoken and a little odd. After discussing with his best friend, who is this really perverted, retarded guy, who's just Sunohara, he's just very weird and just typical obligatory best friend who's a pervert and retarded. And he was part of the soccer team and he hurt himself so he can't join a club anymore. Another hint of of a visual novel game where you have all the characters that are put together because they all can't do something or they have some problem with them. What happens is that he ends up helping this girl out because Furukawa is very indecisive and shy and he goes to lunch and like all Japanese anime depicted lunchrooms. You have a room where they're giving out food and they're auction. It's like an auction house. Like, who wants this? Who wants this? Oh, I don't have any more of that. I have this. And you see Furukawa just sitting there, just kind of like, uh, melon bread. No, uh, anpan. No, curry bread. No. And she's just completely confused. And Tomoya's like, what the fuck is she doing? Come on. And just grabs her when it's in and gets her food. He's like, here, eat this. And I'm sorry I wasn't able to get you anything. It's like, no, 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 I like this. I like Anpan. And a running gag is that whenever she's going to eat something, she kind of mutters the name of the food that she wants to eat. And it's like motivating herself. Possibly she's... I'm starting to think she might be a little bit developmentally challenged, meaning she might be mentally handicapped. I'm not sure, but that's a possibility. And what happens is that they end up becoming friends. And turns out that... Uh, Furukawa got injured and she's left back because she missed nine months of school so all of her friends are gone she doesn't have any friends but he says I'll be your friend and so he's hanging out with her and her twin sister who is just a complete and utter well it's another character's twin sister is a complete and utter bitch and just kind of mean to them like the she's the student advisor says you shouldn't be friends with with her she's better than you blah 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 and he just is like okay whatever and as they become friends turns out that she wants to become to join a club and just become happy and the club she wants to join is the drama club now the problem is that the drama club all of them graduated when she was supposed to graduate so there's no one in the club the club room is empty and just filled with boxes so Tomoya says why don't we start the club or why don't you start the club and I'll help you out because he really doesn't want to be invested and this is when you meet her family, and when he goes there, you know, the father's completely insane, calls him Cosmo, and the mother he makes cry because she makes a bread, because they're bakers, she makes for him this bread, which is like a soft roll with a rice cracker in the middle, and he's like, this is disgusting, and she ends up crying, and the husband gets mad, and anyway, he becomes associated with the family, and he's getting closer to Furukawa. And when his friend kind of says, well, why are you hanging out with her? You like her? Um, Tomoya says, no, 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 it's not why. The reason why is that her family owns a bakery, and I hate the bread here, and I can get free fresh bread for free. Yeah. Complete bullshit, but he believes him, and then he joins a group, and then what happens is they're trying to start this drama club. And as they're working out, you meet a couple of other characters, including this little girl who's, for her sister's wedding... She's trying to just build this, these stars which are made of wood and hand them out to people. You have another character who, she wants to join the drama club, but she injured herself a long time ago 
when she's playing violin she isn't happy but she's happy when she sings so her friends want her to join the chorus club and blah it you have 50 billion plot lines all running against each other at the same time well you do have the main plot line but you have all these other little subplots that you want to investigate and it's not really covering it it's just I don't know. I mean, there's... I'll tell you this now. There's no fan service in this whatsoever. There's no sexual content in it whatsoever. So it's just a straight-up shonen romance, which makes no sense, because generally there, that'd mean it was a non-senin. It would be a Josie or a shoujo. But it's just... You have a male main character, and it's... Generally, it's pretty cool, but this... I couldn't get into it. I was struggling to read it and just push myself into reading it. And I just couldn't I couldn't I read the first volume and just it ends typically with um, Tomoya and Furukawa hooking up and he says I like you do you want to go out because we can't start the drama club and I'll be with you forever okay and then the next day they end up going out it's very particular but I just there were so many interesting characters and they didn't Putting developments like okay, we're gonna just flash this and then we'll bring them back later. It's not even really introductions. It's just like okay, we're gonna just follow this plot for a second and then. I mean, as a visual novel, it would make sense because you know you click and you could observe things. This it's just reading and speeding and bleh. I heard the anime was pretty interesting. It was it was very individual and just kind of cool. This. I couldn't get into it, and I really, really didn't like it. I'm not going to lie. The art style was okay, but I couldn't get over the fact I was perplexed and confused by this. The soundtrack isn't bad. As you can hear from the opening and closing, the soundtrack isn't bad, but that has nothing to do with the manga. That's the anime. The game I heard was good, but that doesn't influence the manga. The manga is bad. It's the story's been overdone. It's boy meets girl meets boy wants to help girl out. That's understandable. What's been done? I don't feel any empathy for the characters. I mean, I'm interested in learning more about Furukawa, what her deal is, because she's very... What, like, why is she in the hospital? But... And Tomoya... Just... I don't know. I couldn't get into him. He's Yes, he's a delinquent, apathetic character, and he was injured, and that's kind of cool, and the fact that you have the whole father development, but... I didn't like it. I'm not going to lie. I mean, if you want to search this book out, you can. The fact it hasn't been released in the United States makes sense. I don't think people would buy this. I think they may read the first volume and then they'd be bored of it. Or they wouldn't even just read it. They wouldn't even like it, I don't think. It'd just be too convoluted to read. I don't know. All I've been doing is complaining about this, and I can't really say much about this stupid fucking manga, so... Long story short, this is getting a take it to a priest and purify it and then burn it. There's not much else I could say about this manga, but I just did not dig it. I didn't like it. Might be for someone else, maybe someone who likes romance stories, but this sucked. It really fucking sucked. Yeah. Sorry about this. You know, it's kind of crappy, and especially for this episode, but hey. Who gives a fuck, you know? Things will get better. They always do. And I think Scully gave it to me because he's mad at me. 
well, hopefully this week you give me a good one, Scully. Anyway, so on to other news. Of course, you can check us out at spirekin.podbean.com or on iTunes. I am on Twitter under Spirekin. You can email me, spirekin at gmail.com or zan.spirekin at gmail.com. I am on Xbox Live, zan space spirekin. Zan is X-A-N, not S-A-N. Or Z-A-N, it's X-A-N. And the other thing, the wonderful thing, is the contest for the 11 values of Yu Yu Hakusho. Someone asked me about it, and I want to tell you a little more about it. Okay, so as I said, you have to answer the three questions. You answer those three questions, which were released in the last episode by, I'm updating the day by nine days, August 19th. So you have ten more days. By August 19th, if you send me an email with your name, what your favorite podcast is, and what I was supposed to review in episode 30. It's all you have to do. You send me an email with that. You don't even have to write a long email. It could be three words. Name, and it's all you need. Those three sentences, you get those, you get manga for free. You don't have to pay for it. I will pay for shipping and everything. Very simple. And if you aren't the first one to do it, you get a runner-up prize. Now I'll tell you who gets the runner-up prize. And the runner-up prize is some of the Star Blazer DVDs I got a hold of. So that's pretty good. And besides manga, you get some anime DVDs. That's not bad. And they're region one, so they do work and they're pretty good quality. I also have, for, well that's for later on, that's for the Dragon Ball episode. Never mind. Anyway, that's about it for that. Any other contests going on? Well there is a design, a promo, or an opening and closing for the Spark and Manga You can check that out. I'm also on Anime 3000. I still write articles on there. Just been taking a little hiatus for some personal things. And also, more importantly than that, more importantly than that, I'm also on the Fightbait Anime Gaming Podcast and on the Fightbait Anime Gaming Forum. You can check me out there, fightbait.com forward slash forums. And I believe that's it for this episode of the Spark and Manga Review. It was rather short, but... It's time for the part which I enjoy and you enjoy too. You know what part I'm talking about. I'm talking about the one, the only, the wheel of manga. Yes, friends, the wheel of manga, except no substitute. What is the wheel of manga? The wheel of manga is a wheel of fortune with skulls all over it, which I have decorated and has 10 slots in it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to spin now the Wheel of Manga. Whatever number lands on, that's what I'm going to be reviewing for the next episode of the Spirekin Manga Review. And I've chosen these at random for my list of 10 hundred manga titles. So we're going to see what happens. Pretty good spin, I think. And so what I'm going to be reviewing for the next episode, episode 62, is... Fully Cooly! Yes, Fully Cooly is what I'm reviewing for the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review. Now, is it Fully or Cooly? Fully Cooly? Fully Cooly. Fully Cooly. Fully Cooly. Who knows? It's Fully Cooly, which is pretty cool. So, that's going to be a lot of fun, especially since Fully Cooly is so insane in the music and that show is awesome and the manga is just random. And I need some randomness because compared to this thing, I had to get something because that. Because there's a difference between random and random. When it's the first sentence is and it goes nowhere that makes no sense. But when it's completely random, like I'm gonna hit you with a guitar for no reason whatsoever, then I'm gonna run away and you're gonna meet someone else. That's funny. That's interesting. So for the next episode of Spark and Mind, I'm reviewing Fully Cooly. So 
believe that's it for this episode, and there's not much else. Oh, you can also call me at 206-426-6665. That again is 206-426-MONK. Leave a voicemail, leave a message, leave something so I know that you people care at least a little bit. And I believe that's it for this episode. So as usual, this is the Spark and Monk Review. I'm your host, Zan, and I am Gonville. See you later. See you.